Didn't have time for a haiku because this is really late, so I decided to just go with a regular introduction. The charges were dropped in the Brianna Taylor case, and BLM wasn't quite thrilled with the results. Uh, Christianity is under attack again, thanks to Amy Coney Barrett. And Hunter Biden and Sleepy Creepy Joe got some splaining to do. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. All right. Hey, 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 it's Gene. Thanks for listening. Hey, I know I'm late. Usually I do these the night before it actually comes out. So today is Thursday. This will be released on Thursday. Usually it comes out Wednesday night. But I had a there was a party last night and I had to help someone with homework and it it just didn't work out. So I'm a little late. Didn't have time for a haiku. I just figured you know wake up in the morning get this thing done. Uh, and there's a lot of news, so I didn't want to skip today. Which is kind of hard because I'm going to have to do two podcasts today. I'm going to have to do one today and then one tonight. So so you can have one on Friday. And then on Saturday I do another one, which is going to be, yes, Chapter 6 of Animal Farm. I know I skipped it for the last couple of weeks, but it's been kind of busy. So here, here's the whole deal. Brianna Taylor. Um, the situation with Brianna Taylor, it's not good. It's, uh, well, I mean, it's just. How about that? But people don't care about justice. They only care about things. So Brianna Taylor, you might remember, uh, the police got a no-knock warrant in Louisville, Kentucky for the boyfriend of Brianna Taylor, who is a drug trafficker. Now, Brianna Taylor, let's be honest, is not innocent of this whole thing. She dated the guy for years. Um, she also kind of, they also suspected that she was involved. That doesn't mean she should have died. Doesn't mean that the death wasn't a problem. I mean, she was shot six times and to be honest with you, we're going to have to figure that out. But I think the charges are correct here. Um, the police had a no knock warrant. They did knock. They did announce themselves. They entered the house. The new boyfriend of Brianna Taylor took a shot, had a gun, legally owned, took a shot at police officers, hit one of the police officers in the thigh, and the police officers started unloading. Um, one, a couple police officers, they, they only had a couple of rounds, but one police officer actually emptied a clip. He shot, I didn't know this, this is something I'm hearing. He actually unloaded 16 shots because he had a 40 millimeter automatic. He unloaded 16 shots, emptied his clip, hit Brianna Taylor something like six times. Uh, some bullets actually went through the walls into the other apartments. Apparently one of the other apartments was, uh, was occupied by a kid, a pregnant woman and another man, completely innocent. Uh, Brianna Taylor was hit. Of course, the boyfriend was never hit. I don't know where these guys learned to shoot. I mean, it, honestly, you hit the gal who's sleeping in the bed six times you missed the guy who actually took a shot at you so i'm not exactly sure how it happened of course there's no video evidence uh the police were not wearing body cams which is a real reason we should have body cams so we can see what actually happened um and that was it so they the police uh actually spent a long time of trying to figure out what was going on it was based off audio evidence and finally, uh, charges were released from the grand jury yesterday. Um, Officer Brett Hankinson, Hankinson, 
was fired already in June, and he was indicted on three counts of wanton endangerment. Now, no charges were announced against the other two officers involved in the raid, uh, who were Miles Cosgrove and Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly, uh, Mattingly, who's still working for the police department. Um, Mattingly was shot in the leg, uh, had to go under surgery, and the so that was kind of probably why he wasn't fired. I mean, honestly, you got to believe the guy who gets shot also gets fired. That's probably kind of messed up. So a warrant was issued for Hankinson, um, and his bond was set at only $15,000. Uh, now, the first thing you might be asking is, what is wanton endangerment in the first degree? What, is, what does that exactly mean? This is this is the part that really is going to start problems in Kentucky. What wanton endangerment means, it's kind of like I, he just wasn't being careful. Hankinson basically unloaded his pistol. He hit some of the people he should have hit. He didn't he and he didn't hit anything in other cases. That's a bad thing. The bullets went through the walls of the apartment and into the other apartment. The reason there are three counts of wanton endangerment ones, he was clumsy, he was dumb, he overshot, and the bullets that went through into the other apartment endangered the three people in that other apartment. So basically what he got was he was... He was, he was just, didn't, he didn't worry. He was scared and he just started shooting, 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 and he could have killed three other people. Had nothing to do with Breonna Taylor. Um, the Daniel Cameron, the DA of Kentucky, made a statement right after the charges. Quote, the decision before my office as special prosecutor in this case was not to decide if the loss of Miss Taylor's life was a tragedy? The answer to you is unequivocally yes. I understand that Breonna Taylor's death is part of a national story, but the facts and the evidence in the case are different from others. If we simply act on emotion or outrage, there is no justice. Mob justice, justice sought by violence, is not justice. It just becomes revenge. So, what was he actually saying here? Um, Brianna Taylor's shooting was justified. That's what happened. It was a justified shoot. And the DA, who, by the way, happens to be black, said as much. It is a justified shoot. Uh, and I, I don't know. I just explained to you what happened. And it makes sense that... It was a justified shoot. Um, the DA, black man, said justified shoot. They had the FBI look at it. As a matter of fact, this is what Cameron said. According to the Kentucky law, the use of force by Mattingly and Cosgrove was justified to protect themselves. This justification bars us from pursuing criminal charges in the Breonna Taylor's debt, uh, case. And then when we talk about uh, Hankinson... Um, he, he was still justified that he was shooting in the apartment. It's just the problem is his bullets went into the other apartment. And the big problem is he unloaded his clip. 
So we're not talking. Now, does this have anything to do with racism? Absolutely not. It has nothing to do with racism. They had a warrant. They got the warrant from the courts. It was a no-knock warrant. They did knock. They did announce themselves. So this wasn't a thing. It was just bad training. And now this cop was a police detective. It wasn't like this cop has never been in, but that doesn't mean he was not going to panic. And even the DA said this went over a matter of seconds. Is he going to get convicted of three counts of wanton violence? I probably, and he should. I mean, if you can't control yourself, the other two cops didn't go. I mean, one of the cops was there because someone called him and say, Hey, can you come over? And we need some help. We lost a guy or something. So they had they had a cop who was off and he came over to help. Uh, ironically, it's the cop that got shot. So this is, this is just, it's just bad training is what it comes down to. Has nothing uh, to do with racism. Um, Hankinson did fire blindly because he panicked. And, you know, these are class four felonies. He could serve five years. He's not going to serve five years. Everyone needs to calm down. This isn't racism. This isn't a big deal. But that's not what actually ended up happening. And I I haven't heard all the news this morning. It's Thursday morning, by the way. But people already started overreacting. Uh, Linda Sarsour tweeted, Justice has not been served. Rise up. All across the country. Everywhere, rise up. Now, this is this is the shit that needs to stop. This is the inflammatory... And by the way, Linda Sarsour is a Arab terrorist, as far as I'm concerned. She's a piece of lousy garbage. Anyone who listens to her is just stupid. She doesn't hate the police. She hates the United States. She hates the system. She's one of these... She, she, is, a, she is a racist. I'm not exactly understanding why everyone doesn't call a racist what a racist is. This, I, I, I swear to God, I'm thinking of using some slang words for Arab, for Muslims, but I'm not going to. But this person is a bad human being. Really bad human being. And she's got the balls to say, you know why she says rise up all across the cr- country, rise up everywhere? She hates the United States. The funny thing is, on her Twitter picture, she's got herself in front of the flag. She's not a fucking citizen of the United States. She's a fucking piece of garbage. She should go back to the country that she came from and stay there. She's just, she's trash. I can't stand it. And the inflammatory language is something that's just not necessary. We just don't need that right now. And if anyone decided to look at the the facts of the case, Brianna Taylor was no innocent here. Okay? Yes, she didn't deserve to die. There's no question. And the cop is going to get what he deserves. That's pretty much exactly what he deserves. But, I mean, come on now. Brianna Taylor was dating a drug dealer for five years, and the police actually were led to her house because she was involved. That doesn't mean she deserved to get shot. But let's not let's not make it that she was the innocent that... Like George Floyd was the hero. George Floyd was on fentanyl, for Christ's sake. He was wasted. He was going to die of an overdose anyway. So he probably did die of an overdose. Let's not get crazy about how innocent all these people are. 
And we won't even go into Richard Brooks or, you know, any of any of those other people. But anyway, I when I saw that tweet by um, when I saw that tweet by Linda Sarsour, I was just like, you fucking bitch. Anyway, so then there's Bernice King, who's the daughter of Martin Luther King, praying for Brianna's mother and family because they knew and loved her before she became her name became a hashtag. I I actually like this tweet because it's true. I mean, no one knew this gal until she was killed. It shows insens- it shows the insensitivity of social media. Now, um, it doesn't really say much of anything. I'm not exactly sure why this was here, but uh, next tweet, this is a great one. Ben Crump, the attorney for the Taylor family and a man who makes Al Sharpton look like a racial healer, tweeted. Jefferson County grand jury indicts four former officer Brett Hankinson with three counts of wanton endangerment in first degree for bullets that went into other apartments, but nothing for the murder of Breonna Taylor. This is outrageous and offensive. Yeah, um, no, they they weren't. They weren't. Okay, if you want to sue somebody, you need to sue the state, because the reality is they got a warrant, and what they did was it was wanton, it was not good. It showed the police did not have the training, or the one Hankinson didn't have the training. I mean, to unload sixteen rounds over one shot. Yes, a police officer did get hit, but he didn't hit anything. So you've, you've really got to wonder what's going on there. But is it outrageous or offensive? No. These were the right charges. Uh, an officer was shot. Um, he doesn't mention that in his tweet. The police announced their presence, even though it was a no-knock warrant. Taylor's boyfriend shot first. Again, no justice, no peace is basically what this guy is coming into. Um, then there's Lonita Baker. She was also an attorney for the uh, Taylor family. I can't make it. I can't make sense in my head. Wanton endangerment to a neighborhood apartment constitutes wanton endangerment to Brianna. She was clearly unarmed, as indicated by the Mattingly statement. Yet multiple bullets were fired at her while she was already on the ground. A search warrant obtained with lies. Where is the perjury charge? Where also is the wanted endangerment charges for the upstairs apartment where another black family lived? If there were facts sufficient to indict for wanton endangerment to other people, there were facts sufficient to indict for wanton murder of Brianna. Uh, of Brianna. Okay, I don't have a problem with that either. I, I don't. Okay, you can call it wanton endangerment and say that Brianna Taylor was part of it. I I don't have any issues with that. I, he he. I mean, come on. He the basically the big thing is he overshot. I don't know about perjury or any of that other crap. And the one thing I do want to point out: murder was never a thing. They they really never said there was a murder here because you'd have to indict the entire system. And you do this time. The system made a mistake. Uh, the warrant wasn't justified. The warrant was wrong. The police officers were justified walking in based off the warrant, even though they weren't justified being there. A police officer was shot. So, well, things are going to shit in uh, Louisville. Apparently, I didn't hear this yet. I have to look this up. Uh, But apparently, two police officers were killed in Louisville last night. 
I haven't done anything. I haven't done any research on that, but here we go. So it's all started. Great for Linda Sassour and uh, Ben Crump for starting something that they can't end, and now two more police officers are dead. By the way, that's two more than were dead in Brianna Taylor's apartment. So I, I keep hearing how the police... You know, they're killing black people left and right. But you know something? We had two police officers shot in Los Angeles the other day just by apparently a black guy. Walked up, just shot him in the head, and now we had two police officers assassinated yesterday um, by black people. So I'm not exactly sure where this is going, but we need to tone down all of the BS out there. As you might tell, I'm a little salty this morning. Because, you know, it's morning. I'd usually like to do these at night where I'm a little bit more humorous. But um, here we go again. Uh, this is the crap we were expecting. Newsweek magazine has issued a major correction to an article smearing potential Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett, accusing the Seventh Circuit Court Judge of Appeals, a Court of Appeals judge, of belonging to a Catholic sect that was inspired by the novel The Handmaid's Tale. So this group that uh, Barrett belongs to, People of Praise, is basically a it's basically a prayer group. It's an advisory group. And what they do is they they go back and they discuss the Bible, they discuss the faith and, and things like that. So, what Newsweek decided to do was say that it's just like The Handmaid's Tale. Now, I've never read The Handmaid's Tale. Apparently, what The Handmaid's Tale is about is about uh, a society back in, I think it's the 15th century, 14, no, no, 16th century, where they live in the United States and the women are completely subjugated to being, honoring and serving the men and getting pregnant, and that's their job. And the men are it's a it's the true it's the definition of a patriarchal society. Okay. Um I've heard from multiple sources it's a shit story, it's garbage. Uh it, even back then it didn't happen like that. I, I, I kind of I I've never read the book, so I don't know what happened back what what the book what's about or make any comparisons. But it kind of makes sense, yeah. So this is what uh, this is what Newsweek said. Members of the People of Praise are assigned to personal advisors of the same sex, called the Head for Men and the Handmaiden, Handmaid for Women. Until the rise of popularity of Atwood's novel and the television series based on it forced the change in the latter, Atwood herself has indicated that the group's existence motivated her to write The Handmaid's Tale. Set in a fictional Gilade, uh, Gilade, I don't know. It sounds like that's um, it's the same city that was in um, King Arthur's time. Where women's bodies are governed and treated as property of the state and under the theatric uh, regime. Um, okay, that's awesome. So, here's the big problem. Um... None of it's true. Here's the big problem. The people of praise group are actually just spiritual advisors. That's all they are. It's a religion. It's not a religion. It's not a cult. They're Catholics. That's what they are. 
It's like going to Bible study group. It's like taking your kids to Sunday school. That's all the people of praise is. I used to go to I used to go to Bible study. I used to go to Sunday school. That's that's all it is. National Review's online David Har Har I'm gonna mispronounce this like crazy. Harsani points out that Barrett's partner of authority must be severely limited given that the knuckle-dragging, misogynistic, religious fanatic husband has only let the poor woman, that's Coney Barrett, her husband and Coney Barrett, that's what he's talking about, out of the house twice, once to serve a 15-year stint as a law professor at a highly prestigious university, Columbia, and the other to serve on the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. So basically, the idea is, I mean, if anyone believed this religious area was a handmaiden or a, a whatever that story is called is crazy because she got a law degree while married her husband let her she had seven kids yes um but she also was teaching at i believe it was two universities at columbia and rutgers is where she taught and then she's been in the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals for seven for 15 years. Yeah, it doesn't sound like patriarchy is a deal. Newsweek offered the correction, but too little too late. Um, the AP and, and Reuters took the story. The story went viral. And guess what? Nobody corrected the story. Here's the thing which really just drives me absolutely crazy. Uh, let's listen to a couple people, and then and then we're going to talk about this. Uh, well, we'll listen to uh, one is actress Patri- uh, Patricia Heaton. She's an actress, and she's a Catholic. And she tweeted, "Friends, be prepared for social media to be filled with an onslaught of arrogant pronouncements based on breathtaking ignorance of the re- of religion in general, Christianity specifically, and Catholicism in particularly, by people who wouldn't recognize God if he bit them." on the bum. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, who is from West Virginia, again, another Catholic, and he's not exactly, he is what's called a classical liberal, he actually listens to people, said the same thing on Fox News. He said, quote, I'm a Catholic, okay, and religion should not enter into it. It sure doesn't with me. The freedom of religion is one of the basic rights we all have as an American citizen. Whether you're Catholic, whether you're Protestant, whether you're Jewish, Evangelical, whatever it might be, God bless you. You worship who you want and you worship how you want. You worship the same God all of us do. He's absolutely correct. He's absolutely correct. And by the way, that that's why this guy is actually going to go uh, probably vote for Amy Coney Barrett. Well, not to mention he's from a red state and he's a Democrat from a red state in West Virginia. So he's going to probably be another vote. Here's the thing. What is the story with this? This attack on someone because of the religion, I think is disgusting. And notice it is only Christianity and Judaism that are attacked. You, you notice that. No one attacks Islam, right? No one says anything to Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar who are both ardently anti-Semitic but pro-Islamic. The reason is because these are the main religions in, because uh, Judeo-Christian Christianity is the main religion in the country. And that doesn't mean make it the official religion. It's just most of us are Jews or Christians. 
And typically, Judeo-Christians love the United States and all of its principles. Hell, the principles are in the Constitution and Declaration of Independence. They're all based on Judeo-Christian teachings. Islam is based on hate for infidels. I hate to say it, but it's that simple. That's exactly what it is. Now, I'm not saying all Muslims believe that infidels should be beheaded or anything. I'm just saying that's what the religion is based on. I used to live with Muslims, and they were very fine people. They even voted for Trump over Clinton. But most terrorism across the world is done by radical Islamic terrorists. That's just the fact. The left sees radical Islamic terrorists as heroes because they hate America and Israel. And guess what the left does? They hate America and Israel. I'm sorry. The United States is not a bad country. But that's what they keep teaching us. The left also embraces Marxism and communism. Marx called religion the... Uh, Marx uh, referred to religion as religion is the sigh of oppressed creature, the heart of a heartless world, and the soul of soulless conditions. It is the opium of the people. Marx hated religion. So Marxism and communism, yeah, not going to work with religion. The ideologies of Marxism and communism require that people see government as the God. North Korea is an example of this, where Kim Sung-un is not seen at, whatever his name is, is not seen as a leader. He's seen as a god, literal god. In Cuba, you, you see the same thing with Che Guevara and Castro. That's why their bodies are typically not buried. Their bodies are left in state permanently. So you can go, for example, you could have seen Lenin at any time because they never buried him. They're seen as gods. People need to see the government as God and it doesn't work if you believe in religion because religion gets in the way. It gets in the way because people have faith if there's, is, there is something beyond this world. The government becomes less important and it becomes fallible. Because religions profess that people are fallible. And who runs the government? People, not gods. Christianity and Judeo and Jews, we see only one God. That's it. One God. Government can't be, that means government can't be a God. Religion also establishes individuality and community instead of that stupid zombie collectivism that, that, that um, communism and Marxism proclaim. And by the way, I'm really talking about Judeo-Christian religions. Well, I'm not talking about all religions. I, for example, Muslims, very collectivist in nature. Um, and there are also cults. Very Most cults are collectivist in nature. Even... Um, Mormons, which I, I have no problems with, very collectivist in nature, but they do believe in God. They're still basically a Christian religion. Religion, Judeo-Christian religions also encourage the use of reason and promotes individual rights. Marxism and communism can have none of that. Finally, the left will attack uh, Amy Coney Barrett on her religion because that's what they have. 
That's it. They don't have anything on her. She's not a gang rapist. She probably didn't sexually harass anyone. And by the way, Barbara Logia, Logia, Logoa, Logoa, I can't pronounce her name, uh, who I personally think would probably be a better justice. They're both Catholics. They both have this, this problem. They are perfect. There's nothing they're going to get them on. Well, on Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, we're going to find out because that's when Trump's going to announce his pick. Now, I know I'm going to run over the Dave rule, but I mean, this story is too delicious to just ignore and forget because I'm at 30 minutes. So this story is from Fox News. So I'm going to read some of this. Uh, the Senate and Homeland Security and Finance Committees on Wednesday released an interim report on their months-long joint investigation to Hunter Biden's role on the board of the Ukrainian nat natural gas firm Burisma Holdings. And it's his alleged, ex quote, extensive and complex financial transactions. Homeland Security Chairman Ron Johnson, Republican from Wisconsin, and Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley, Republican from Iowa, said their investigation has, quote, faced many obstacles, end quote, from Democrats on their committees, and the executive agencies, quote, failed to comply with document requests, end quote. So this is what the report found. Okay, this is... This is so sweet. I, 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 I don't know how Biden's going to get out of this. I really don't know how Biden's going to get, especially when the election hits I, I, or the debates hit. I don't know how he's, I hope President Trump actually read, this is an 84 page report. I haven't read the report. That's why I'm, I'm kind of reading off here. So here it is. First thing, Obama, Obama administration officials, quote, knew, end quote, that Hunter Biden's position on the board of Burisma was quote, problematic, end quote, and that it interfered, quote, in the efficient execution of policy with respect to Ukraine, end quote. So the report said, quote, this investigation has illustrated the extent to which officials within the Obama administration ignored the glaring warning signs when the vice president's son joined the board of a company owned by a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch. Wow. Ironically, Hunter Biden's job was to, like, clean up corruption in the company. <laughs> that was his job. He was on the board to clean up corruption. Now, I'm not reading now. Now I'm talking to you. Of course, he knew nothing about energy and couldn't even speak Ukrainian. Yet he was expected to, like, clean this country up of corruption, uh, clean this uh, business up of corruption. Then his father bragged about getting an attorney who was investigating Burisma fired. And why did they fire this guy? Just because Joe? Because Joe threatened not to hold withhold $1.2 billion from an, in aid from the U.S. from Ukraine. So they fired this, this prosecutor. Uh, just absolutely disgusting. Okay, here it gets better. The Senate committees also revealed, I'm quoting from Fox News, the Senate committee also revealed in the report that they obtained records from the U.S. Treasury Department, which, quote, show potential criminal activity relating to transactions among and between Hunter Biden, his family, and his associates with Ukrainian, Russian, Kazakh, and Chinese nationals. 
The committee stated they received records that Hunter Biden sent thousands of dollars to individuals who have, quote, either been involved in transactions consistent with possible human trafficking and association with the adult entertainment industry or potential association with prostitution. Continue. I'm continuing the quote. Some recipients of those funds are Ukrainian or Russian citizens. The records note that it is documented fact it is a documented fact that Hunter Biden has sent funds to non-resident alien women in the United States who are citizens of Russia and Ukraine and who have subsequently wired funds they have received from Hunter Biden to individuals located in Russia and Ukraine. The records also note that some of the transactions are linked to what appears to be Eastern European prostitution or human trafficking ring. Oops. Oops. So what's happening? What does this mean? Hunter Biden's getting money, is sending money, sending hookers, human trafficking, is actually trafficking women to the United States, paying the women from the Ukraine through a Ukrainian bank. We'll get to that in a second. And the women are sending money back to their families. He is trafficking hookers. He's a pimp. Now, should this should any of this be surprising? Absolutely not. Hunter Biden has always been kind of iffy when it comes to his moralities. I mean, this is a guy who got a hooker pregnant. This is a guy who has been known to walk into strip clubs, snort coke, smoke crack, and have sex with with strippers or hookers, whatever they are. This is not would not normally be a big deal, except this is the son of the vice president of the United States while he's vice president of the United States and while Joe Biden is covering for the company that he is a board member of. I can't wait for September 29th. I guarantee you, I will bet my left... No, I won't. I won't bet anything because who knows? Biden is so senile right now, he will do it anyway. But I'll bet almost anything that... Joe Biden doesn't show up to the debate on the 29th. I I don't know how he refutes this. I really don't know. So let, let let's let's keep going. It gets better. It doesn't get better. That that is the best. I should have put that last because that was just fantastic. But anyway, the this is from Fox. The report states the Senate investigators found millions of dollars in questionable quote questionable financial transactions end quote between Hunter Biden and associates and foreign individuals, including the wife of the former mayor of Moscow, as well as individuals with ties to the Chinese Communist Party, according to the report. And it, Oh, by the way, emphasis mine. According to the report, an investment firm co-founded by Hunter Biden, Rosemount Seneca Thornton, received, quote, received $3.5 million in a wire transfer from Elena Batryuna, I I don't know what I, the wife of former mayor of the Russian capital. Wow, I I'm wow, this is huge, and it's Trump that's supposed to be in cahoots with Russia, right? 
Just a little reminder. We had a two-year investigation on Trump-Russia collusion because Russia posted $100,000 of ads on Facebook and Twitter. Meanwhile, the son of the Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden, sleepy, creepy Joe, is getting $3.5 million from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. That hunter must have some awesome equipment to keep getting money from these women. Oh, just absolutely incredible. And there is no way this is not coming up in the debate. No way. I hope to God. And I know President Trump said, oh, I'm not prepping for this debate. I prep every day. Oh, my God. President Trump, please prep. Please do what you need to do and destroy this guy on the first debate. He'll never debate again. I don't even know he's going to debate this time. Okay, the, but the report goes on. Oh, my God, it keeps going. Uh, uh, again, from Fox, the report goes further and alleges that not just Hunter Biden, but other members of the Biden family were involved in a, a quote, were involved in a fi vast financial network that connected them to foreign nationals and foreign governments across the globe, end quote. In one instance, the report stated that Hunter Biden, quote, opened a bank account, end quote, with a Chinese national linked to China's communist government, which, quote, financed $100,000 global spending spree, end quote, for the former vice president's brother, James Biden, and his wife, Sarah Biden. Biden campaigns... I mean, my lord, this guy is so freaking dirty. It's not even funny. And it was all while Biden was the vice president. And the Obama administration knew about it and did nothing. How can any of this be ignored? How is any of this legal? I don't know. I don't know. It sure sounds like there's a lot of money laundering going on. Sure so sounds like there's a lot of conspiracy going on. And it sounds like the entire Biden family got a piece of it. So continuing from Fox, the Bi Biden campaign spokesman Andrew Bates on Wednesday blasted the investigation and Johnson directly for pursuing a, cons quote, conspiracy theory, end quote. A conspiracy theory? They actually have records. There's no conspiracy theory. How do you hide a bank account? How do you ha how do you hide wire transactions? This stuff is all on paper. If anything, Hunter Biden is a brilliant is not really the most brilliant criminal in the world. He this is all on paper. This is all there. There's there's nothing to dispute. A conspiracy theory is when I say, well, you know, the reason uh we never landed on the moon because of blah blah I by the way I don't believe that. Uh because it was a sound stage someplace. The No, that's a conspiracy theory. Or that there were rockets. I can't it's it's something I can't prove. This has been proven They've got the paper. They've got the documents. Oh, absolutely delicious. I love it. So this is what Andrew Bates had to say from the Biden campaign. Quote, as coronavirus death toll climbs. <laughs> it's Trump's fault. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is so sweet. I love it. Okay, I'll read this now. 
Quote, as the coronavirus death toll climbs and Wisconsinites struggle with joblessness, Ron, and you notice this, this is all politicized. It is all, they're, he's pointing that Wisconsinites under Trump now don't have jobs. So Wisconsin, vote for Biden. That's what it is. Ron Johnson has wasted months diverting the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee away from the oversight of the catastrophically botched federal response to the pandemic. A threat Senator Johnson has dismissed by saying that, quote, death is an unavoidable part of life, end quote. Why? To subsidize a foreign attack against the sovereignty of our elections with taxpayer dollars? An attack founded on long disproven? No, they've been proven. That's the problem they have right now. Hardcore right-wing conspiracy theory that hinges on Senator Johnson himself being corrupt and that the senator has now explicitly stated he is attempting to exploit to bail out Donald Trump's re-election campaign? Oh my God. As usual, it's Trump's fault. Uh, again, didn't address anything. This is evidence. This is paperwork. They got it. it they got it. It's there. They're, Hunter Biden's probably going to prison. Hunter Biden is probably going to, to be in court. This is a done deal. It's done. As usual, just Trump's fault. This is a bullshit narrative that left keeps pushing. This is going to come up in the debates. Hunter is going to come up in the debates. Hunter is going to come up. I don't know. Well, I'd say the news media should be talking about this. This is a huge story. They're not talking about it. CNN does not mention this. MSNBC does not mention mention this. CBS, NBC, ABC does not mention any of this. Biden has been in office for 47 years, accomplished nothing. This is all going to come up in the debates. It won't come up with the media, but it's going to come up in the debates. Joe Biden, Joe's weird behavior with little girls is going to come up in the debates. Joe's behavior with this gal that he's been accused of raping is going to come up in debates. And by the way, I don't think he he raped that gal. I'm sorry, there's no evidence of it. This gal is a little off. But it's going to come up. And Joe is not going to have a teleprompter when he has to answer this stuff. He's going to have to answer it off the cuff. You know Joe's in the basement right now prepping for this whole thing. Because he, he this stuff, oh my God, what a bombshell. The problem is, how is he going to answer? He, well, I mean, besides, besides, uh, my son uh, is my son and we shouldn't keep family in a... It, that's going to be his answer. It, oh, oh, this is so delicious. <coughs> anyway, okay. I just needed to talk about that. I swear to God. And there's so much more. Oh, my Lord. There is so much more. But I think I'm going to skip news tonight um, unless something really bizarre ha- or for tomorrow unless something really bizarre happens. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, um, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. You can see all of my links, any audio I have, uh, video, 
pictures, links, anything I have there. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm-hmm.